There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to the second episode of the Digital Freemason. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking along on another journey through the world of Masonic education. If you're coming back after the first uh, episode, I want to say thank you very much. That was, um, there's no other way to put it than a very rough ashler. Um, you can pretty much take a look at the fact that uh, I was just diddling around on the computer on a Monday evening and thought, well, you know, let's get this thing kind of started. And next thing you know, it's uh, it's up on FeedBurner, it's up on iTunes, and uh, holy cow, I'm committed to this. So... Did a lot of learning here in the last few days, and uh, hopefully there'll be a lot more more learnings to come. And uh, it's a rough Ashler, and I'm working towards being a, a perfect Ashler, and that's what this podcast is all about, and that's what uh, Masonic Education is all about. So, having said that, I thought maybe I'd uh, throw a little bit of a timely piece in for, uh, for today's piece of uh, podcast information. It's... Uh, story about the rough and smooth ashler and it's a story about the stone and it was done by our most worshipful brother rod ponick who is our hundredth grand master here in alberta uh, this past year as well as uh, as of this past friday he was made an honorary member of king george lodge my lodge in calgary alberta canada so with that it's um let's take a look and see if we can make this a little bit more of a smoother ashler as well as uh commemorate uh, most worshipful brother Ponick in becoming a uh, member of our lodge and hopefully as the years progress we'll be able to have a lot of good uh, good times together and be able to support him and his lodge and his duties as well as uh, he can support us in our duties so with no further ado let's get on with it and the Ashlers Rough and Stone the story of the stone Brethren, most worshipful brother Norman Thomas, our 99th Grand Master, set each one of us to a task last year. He charged us, each of us, to individually embark upon a quest to study to show the self-approved. Now this was no easy task to either accomplish, nor some might say to even understand. Last year, as a Deputy Grand Master, my initial step in the task was to study, to simply understand what the task at hand really was. My study included the review of the Freemason, which is a publication of the Grand Lodge in England, and it finally centered on a paper by Brother J. Fairburn Smith, which he in turn had based his research on the eminent Masonic scholar Right Worshipful Brother J. Smith, apparently no relation. He is the editor emeritus of the Detroit Masonic World, who, who was made the first who was first made a Mason in the Lodge of Harwick, Scotland, in nineteen twenty five. Now, in every Masonic Lodge there is a rough ashler, and there is a perfect ashler, placed there for us to moralize on. These two, and the trussel board, constitute our movable jewels. What is their significance, and what do they have to do with Freemasonry, and can they assist us in our quest to show ourselves as approved? A sculptor was once asked, how do you carve such beautiful statues? His often quoted reply was, it is the simplest thing in the world. I take a hammer and a chisel, and from a shapeless rock, I knock off all the stone that I don't want. There is the statue. It works every time. Now, in our Masonic teaching, we are told that the rough ashlar is a stone taken from the quarry in its rude and natural state, 
and that the perfect ashlar is a stone made ready by the hands of the workmen, to be adjusted by the working tools of the fellowcraft. The rough ashlar is not a stone that was merely picked up somewhere. It was one that had been selected. Some work had initially been done on it, and it was apparently a good stone, a stone that showed good prospects of being capable of being made into a perfect one. Had it not been a good stone, it would never have been cut from the quarry in the first place. So it is with each prospe prospective mason. You were not merely picked up somewhere, but were rather carefully selected. Before you were ready to be initiated, some work had already been done on you. You were made to stand certain basic tests. You were, you were apparently of good material. You were shown to be a man who had within you the prospect of being made into a good mason. If you had not been a good man, you would never have been proposed for membership. In changing a rough ashlar into a perfect ashlar, as a workman, you take away the imperfect. You chip away, and you chip away, and you cut away the rough edges. You work diligently to remove the visible flaws, and you do not create new material, but rather you work with what is already there to develop it and mold it into your perfect stone. Now very few masons will ever achieve the perfect ashlar. So there are very few, if any, perfect masons in our lodges. In our ritualistic work, we can take away much of the roughness, remove the sharp and jagged points, and obliterate the most visible defects. We can diligently work to produce as good a mason as there is within our power to produce. However, the most essential thing is good material. These truths are applicable to all mankind, but for us as symbolic masons, they are provided with a special meaning. For, was not each one of us at the commencement of our Masonic journey, placed at the northeast corner as an example in stone, in the hope that so being placed, we would, in fullness of time, be brought towards a state of perfection, acceptable to the builder. What does the poet say of the stone? Isn't it strange that princes and kings, and clowns that caper in sawdust rings, and common folk like you and me, are builders all for eternity? Each is given a kit of tools, a shapeless mass, a book of rules, and each must make ere life is flown, a stumbling block or stepping stone. The shapeless mass we work with is a man's character, and each of us is our own architect. Each is his own building material. Like our predecessors, the operative masons, we must each show true craftsmanship in working out a perfect ashlar, fit to be tried by the square of our own consciousness. Pause for a moment now. Ask yourself, which are you crafting? A stumbling block or a stepping stone? If a man's life is not that he can't say, join the grand design of being happy and communicating happiness to others, then he is nothing more than a stumbling block, not only to himself, but to all those with whom he is associated. If a man is a Freemason, then he is bound by oath to study the ritual, to discover the hidden and inner symbolic meanings, so that he can perfect his ashlar. Historically, an ancient charge states that a visiting operative Mason was provided a Mason stone, or rough ashlar, to enable him to demonstrate his skills in craftsmanship to his brother Masons. His wages were determined on that skill. His reward established by the work he had done. Is this not the rule of life? 
On building site, on a building site, each stone is selected from a quarry to suit the requirements of that building. As speculative masons, we obtain our molding stones from the quarries of life. Thus, when we receive an application for admission to our order, it is our duty to carefully scrutinize all the applicant's credentials to ensure that not only approved material is admitted into the lodge, ensuring that only material which may be made perfect goes into the building of our symbolic temple. Freemasonry can, and does, improve good material, but it cannot make bad material good. As with the operative mason, poor material would have endangered the integrity of the structure, placing the building at risk. So too with the speculative masons. A faulty ashlar will endanger the spiritual temple we are all endeavoring to build. In your capacity as a craftsman, as a man of the world, and as a mason, you are continually coming into contact with your fellows, and you must learn to control your passions and to recognize the worth of others with the result that the, per that the stone you are working on, namely your own character, is slowly but surely taking the shape of the perfect ashlar. Seek out the material we need to complete our temple, encourage and cultivate men of honor to join in our building. Today and every day, chip away at yet one more flaw from your rough ashlar, and study to show you thyself approved. And thus you may rest assured, for when the final summons comes, you will find the great builder will have provided a place for you in the great spiritual temple not made with hands, eternally resting in the house of God. My brother, let us continue to labor together in the grand design. Let each of us work diligently on our rough ashlar, and move towards perfecting the rough material which the Almighty has given us to work. My brothers, Freemasonry offers many men, many things. We enjoy fellowship and social contact. We involve our families in many events. We travel and converse with one another. Some even enjoy commercial or financial benefits. For many, masonry is the focus of their lives. All of this is well and good. All of these elements add to our enjoyment of the craft. However, I caution each of you, don't ever forget nor ignore the real purpose of Freemasonry. Work diligently to assist all of our good men into becoming better and as individuals, perfect your Ashler. This wraps up the uh, second edition of the Digital Freemason. As Most Worshipful Brother Ponick states, let's go out there and make ourselves more of a stepping stone than a stumbling block. And I hope that uh, I'm able to give you a little bit of a step up with uh, this education podcast. If you have any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, email address is podcast at kinggeorgelodge.com and if you have any other ideas or suggestions or papers that you think might be uh, conducive to fitting into the digital Freemason by all means email them to me if you'd like to send me an audio file tag that along as well and uh, I'd love to uh, include that in the, in the upcoming podcasts so again until next week I'm your host Scott and uh, work on making that Ashler just a little bit smoother